0: Hi, this is David. Welcome to episode 37 of Upward Journey Bible Study, where we study the Bible and theology. This episode focuses on learning some of the content and message of the Gospel of John, chapter 15, in which we see the need to abide in Christ. Unless otherwise noted, all scripture quotations for this episode are taken from the World English Bible Orthodox Version, because the World English Bible is in the public domain. To get the most of this podcast, it would be good for you to take about five minutes to read John chapter 15. Let's get started. Let us look at what Jesus has to say in John 15. The context is that Jesus knows he's about to be arrested and executed in just a few hours. His disciples have no idea of what is about to happen. Jesus is trying to prepare them for what is about to come. Even though he had told them that he had to die and rise from the dead three days later, they never comprehended it. Jesus has repeatedly told his disciples that he was leaving them, but he would be coming again. He had promised to pray to God the Father who would send to them another helper, the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Truth, to teach them and remind them of what Jesus taught. Jesus had repeatedly told his disciples of Jesus' unity and oneness with God the Father, and that those who had seen Jesus have seen God the Father. Jesus and his disciples had just left the, the room they were meeting in, and now they were on their way to the Garden of Gethsemane. As they are walking through the street at night, Jesus compares himself to a vine and his disciples to the branches and God the Father to the farmer who takes care of the vine. In the Old Testament, God compared the nation of Israel to being his vineyard. He expected them to bring forth good fruit, but they did not do so, so God judged Israel. In Isaiah chapter 5, verses 1 to 7, we read, Let me sing for my well-beloved a song of my beloved, about his vineyard my beloved had a vineyard on a very fruitful hill he dug it up gathered out its stones planted it with the choicest vine built a tower in the middle of it and also cut out a wine press in it he looked for it to yield grapes but it yielded wild grapes now inhabitants of jerusalem and men of judah please judge between me and my vineyard What could have been done more to to my vineyard than, that I have not done in it? Why, when I looked for it to yield grapes, did it yield wild grapes? Now I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it will be eaten up. I will break down its wall, and it will be trampled down. I will lay it, a wasteland. It won't be pruned or hoed, but it will grow briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain on it. For the vineyard of Yahweh of armies is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah his pleasant plant. And he looked for justice, but behold, oppression. For righteousness, but behold, a cry of distress. End quote. Israel let down God by not being obedient to God. Jesus was the one true Israelite that never let God down. Jesus could rightly say he is the true vine. A vine develops branches that eventually bear fruit if it is a productive vine. Jesus himself is a productive vine. As we have seen, Jesus came not to do his own will, but the will of God the Father that sent him. He spoke the words of God, that God wanted him to speak, and he carried out the mission God gave him to do. The miracles Jesus worked was God the Father working in him. God the Father is the farmer that tends to the vine. If a branch is not bearing fruit, then he removes it from the vine. We must stay united to Christ if we want to have spiritual life and eternal life. If a branch is bearing fruit, God prunes that vine so it can bear more fruit. Jesus told his disciples that they were already pruned clean because of the word Jesus had spoken to them. This implies they responded positively in obedience to Christ's teaching. Jesus then tells his disciples to remain joined to Christ because they cannot bear fruit unless they are joined to Christ, just like a branch cannot bear fruit if it is not attached to to the vine. Apart from Christ, we can do nothing. If a person does not remain in Christ, he is thrown out like a branch from a vine and is burned. Abiding in Christ includes abiding in Jesus' words. We need to know and obey the teachings of Jesus. Jesus says in John chapter 15, verse 7, If you remain in me, And my words remain in you; you will ask whatever you desire, and it will be done for you. Jesus' disciples bear much fruit and bring glory to God the Father. John chapter 15, verse 8. When we abide in Christ, we abide in six aspects associated with Christ. One, we abide in Christ's words. Verse 7. Two. We abide in obedience to Christ's commands, verse 10. Three, we abide in Christ's love, verse 10. Four, we abide in Christ's joy, verse 11. Five, we abide in Christ's power, verse 5. And six, we abide in Christ's life, verse 6. Let's go over these. First of all, when we abide in Christ, we abide in Christ's words. Jesus says in John chapter 15, verse 7, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, you will ask whatever you desire, and it will be done for you. Two, when we abide in Christ, we abide in obedience to Christ's commands. Jesus says in John chapter 15, verse 10, Quote, "If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in His love." End quote. Number three, when we abide in Christ, we abide in Christ's love. Jesus says in John chapter 15 verse 10, quote, "If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and remain in His love. For when we abide in Christ, we abide in Christ's joy. Verse eleven. Jesus says in John fifteen, verse eleven, quote, "I have spoken these things to you that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be made full." End quote. Five. When we abide in Christ, we abide in Christ's power jesus says in john chapter 15 verse 5 quote, i am the vine you are the branches he who remains in me and i in him bears much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing end quote. and six when we abide in christ we abide in christ's life jesus says in john chapter 15 verse 6 Quote, "if a man doesn't remain in me he is thrown out as a branch and is withered and they gather them throw them into the fire and they are burned" Let's take a deeper look at abiding in Christ's commandments in John chapter 15 verses 12 to 17 The commandment that Christ emphasizes is the need for the Christians to love one another as Christ loved his disciples. Jesus demonstrated this by laying down his life for his friends. Jesus says if we do his commands then we are his friends. A friend differs from a servant and that a friend of a person knows more of the affairs of that person than a slave does of his master. Jesus' disciples are his friends because he has disclosed to them everything he heard from his Father. Jesus chose his disciples to go and bear much fruit, and that their fruit remain, so that whatever they ask of the Father in Jesus' name, God may give it to them. Christ's command is that his disciples love one another. See John chapter 15 verses 12 to 17. Those in Christ should expect the treatment that Christ receives. They will be accepted by those who accept Christ, and they will be rejected by those who reject Christ. Jesus says in John chapter 15, verses 18 to 21, If the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world wouldn't love its own. But because you are not of the world, since I have chosen you out of the world, Therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his Lord. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But they will do all things to you for my name's sake, because they don't know him who sent me." End quote. Jesus is saying Christians, if they follow Christ, will face opposition and hatred by those not liking what Jesus taught. These people are not just rejecting Jesus. They demonstrate that they do not know God the Father who sent Jesus. Then Jesus speaks of the greater accountability to those who hear God's word and truth but still reject it. The fact that jesus came and spoke to the jews gave them greater accountability now they have no excuse for their sins they have more accountability because they witnessed jesus miracles and yet they still rejected jesus despite all the evidence to the contrary that he was really the messiah the son of god sent by god the father with the words of god the father they have no excuse for their sins they have hated both jesus and god the father who sent jesus jesus then speaks of two witnesses he will have first there is the witness of the paracletos the helper that's the holy spirit the spirit of truth the holy spirit proceeds from god the father and will testify about jesus the second witness is jesus disciples who have been with him from the beginning of his ministry. They will testify of Jesus, with the exception of Judas Iscariot who betrayed Jesus. Later we see in Acts chapter 1, Matthias was chosen to take Judas' place as one of the apostles. Acts chapter 1 verses 21 to 26. Let us take another look at Isaiah chapter 5 at the failure of Israel to be the kind of vine that God wanted Israel to be. God wanted grapes, but instead got wild grapes. The fruit God wanted from Israel was justice, but instead Israel brought oppression. God wanted the fruit of righteousness, but instead God got a cry of distress. The leaders should have obeyed God and led the people to obey God. The leaders should have served God and served the needs of the people. Instead, the leaders oppressed the poor so they could make themselves rich. We become the branches God wants us to be when we abide in Christ and keep Christ's commandments. We give God the fruit of justice and righteousness. We do this by obeying Jesus Christ and abiding in his power and strength. We can only live the way God wants us to live when we abide in Jesus Christ. We show justice and righteousness when we show love to one another by keeping Christ's commands. Thank you for joining with me and listening to this podcast. Be sure to search the Bible to evaluate all teachers, including me. Check out my website at UpwardJourneyBibleStudy.com where you can learn more about this podcast and other resources for spiritual growth. Always remember to keep God first in your life. Bye for now.